Colossians 3, verse 3 today. <clears throat> and the Bible says, For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. And this idea of us being dead, Paul keeps mentioning it. He keeps bringing it up because he knows that the power for the Christian life is our understanding of that. Uh, when we say we're dead, it means that we're, we're, we're dead. Let me read you what one writer says about it. Uh, he says, <clears throat> dead to the world, dead to sin, dead to earthly pleasures. The idea of the apostle is that as Christ became literally dead in the tomb, so we, in virtue of our connection with him, have become dead to sin, to worldly influences, pleasures, and ambitions. Or in other words, uh, we are to be to them as if we were dead and they have no more influence over us than the things of earth, earth had over him in the grave. Now, <clears throat> many people will say to you, well, that's a lovely idea. I'd love to think that I was dead to pleasure, that I was dead to sin, that I was dead to the influences of the world. But the main fact is I'm not. Now, there is a reason for that, a reason for that confusion in us. And the next part of the verse says this, for, for ye are dead and your life you still have a life you still have a life that allows you to live the life you choose it is different you're dead in the sense that the power of those things over you is broken but because you still have a sin nature because you still have a life you can still yield give in to them and let them have influence over you and let them drive your life and so for many of the children of the living God, uh, they're living, as we said, in the grave clothes. They're living as though still bound um, because although they're dead spiritually, what's wrong for them is they're, they're, they're living as though they're not. But let me reassure you, the spiritual reality is that you are dead, that you no longer have to do them. Let me give you the illustration that we used before. Uh, imagine that you were a slave and the act of emancipation was read and you heard it and the act said plainly that nobody is a slave to anybody. You are now free. You are free to go and to live your life and to do whatever you wanted to do. Well, you would have a choice then. You could act based upon the truth you just heard or you could say, nah. I've always been a slave. I, 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 I can't do anything else. I'm just... A, and you could continue to live as a slave, and many did, uh, because they, 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 they weren't able to grasp, or perhaps they were hindered from grasping the truth. You're free. You have been set free in Jesus Christ, but you have to take your freedom. You have to act on truth. And what you find when you act on truth is it's real. You are indeed free. You are free to live a different way. Uh, the power of sin, uh, the power of the old life, the power of the world in your life has been broken and you are free to live a different life. But let me and just focus a little on that last part. And your life is hid with Christ in God. That word hid there uh, is the idea of hid treasure. Or the idea of a seed that is planted. But something that is valuable, that is going to spring up, and we'll see that in verse 4, and that uh, is going to be glorious when it springs up. But the problem is, now it's hid. Now it's been buried. And you don't seem to be who you are. 
John says in 1 John, And it doth not appear who we are, but when we shall see him, we shall be as he is. And the reality is that for the believer living in this world, many people are not going to understand. They're not going to get it. You're not the same. You don't run after sin. You're not uh, as ambitious as you used to be. You're not covetous. Everything has changed within. And, and, and they look at you and they don't see why. Because your life is hid with Christ in God. And that's hard for us. Because we all want to be seen. We want people to know us. We want to be loved for who we are. But the believer is living with a different influence than the world is, is living with a different power. And so oftentimes the believer feels uh, like they're unseen, like they're, 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 their lives don't count, like nobody recognizes them. It's okay. Your life is hid with Christ in God. I always think of Abraham when I think of this verse. Abraham was told to go and offer Isaac. And as far as I can work out from scripture, he told nobody what he was doing. How could he? Could he go to Sarah and say, Sarah, listen, I'm just going to sacrifice Isaac. I'll be back tomorrow or the day after. Uh, don't worry about it. <clears throat> God has told me to sacrifice him. Um, Sarah was not going to be very happy about that. <clears throat> I don't think she was going to go with that. Uh, even, the, even the servants that went with him, he said, listen, you, you, you stay here and I and I will go yonder and worship and we'll come, come again. Now there is an indication there that he knew that God was going to do something. And even to Isaac, even to Isaac, he said, uh, Isaac said to him, Dad, I, I see, we, you know, we've got the wood, we got the, everything's ready for the, but where's the sacrifice? So Isaac didn't know as they were going up the mountains. So, so here's what you've got. You've got Abraham living his life before God, and nobody else knows. Nobody else understands, because they couldn't. Do you know that you're going to find that with your life sometimes? But it's okay, because this hid treasure one day will burst forth in glory. We'll look at that tomorrow. Lord bless you.